1: Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune of interviewing Anton Crayley of DropShipLifestyle.com. He's got an incredible story. I can't wait to dive in. He started his first e-commerce store in 2007 with $29, $29, and did over $680,000 in sales in the first year, doubled in year two, increased another 50% to 1.8 million in year three, absolutely incredible success story. Anton, thank you so much for joining us.
0: Of course. Thanks for having me on.
1: All right. So let's go back in time a little bit. First of all, um, you started your first store in 2007 with 29 bucks. What inspired you to do that?
0: Tim Ferriss, 4-Hour Work work Week. That book came out. It introduced me to e-commerce for a reasonable price. And I thought, you know, why not? Let uh, Let me spend a weekend in Yahoo stores and see what I could do.
1: Awesome. All right.
0: So what did your first store sell? What was the first product you ever listed? It was actually cookies. So (laughs) newyorkcookieshop.com. That was my first website. Uh, Reason being, I actually owned, it was technically owning a business, but it was a delivery route for a bakery in Brooklyn. And, um, you know, that was the product I had access to. And that was really the only thing I could think to sell online. So took the products, took some really low resolution photos with an old digital camera and, uh, yeah, put them on a website and started running Google AdWords.
1: That is awesome. So how did, um, Six hundred eighty thousand dollars in sales in your first year. I mean, some people would be happy with that in year ten. Yeah, How the heck did you leverage twenty nine bucks not, and half a million dollars?
0: Not, not with cookies. So the cookies, like they were selling, and that's uh, a lot of cookies. Yeah. Basically, what that taught me is, you know, people do buy things online, and you don't need to have a huge development team to make an e-commerce store. So after I was doing that for not long, probably a month or so, I thought, okay, I'm selling these twenty dollar boxes, thirty dollar boxes. What can I sell that's a thousand dollars and two thousand dollars and I started looking, uh, back then I was looking on eBay at completed listings and I was looking for products that sold consistently at those high prices, identified a whole bunch of different home goods and, uh, just went to Google, typed in how to buy stuff from China and started importing from, uh, from China through Alibaba back then.
1: Okay. So started off selling cookies that started to work. You said, I need to sell stuff. That's about 50 times more the price. <laughs> yep. Um, what's an example of a home good that you got from Alibaba?
0: Yeah. So something like, you know, a sofa behind me. So, you know, big leather sofas, bed frames, bars for people's houses, different things that people could buy probably at a location near them. But if they want a unique color, they want a unique size. If it was like a countertop, maybe they want a unique style of marble, things that would draw people to the internet and, um, you know, things that people in the upper middle class are comfortable spending maybe a $1, thousand, 1500 bucks online and waiting a couple weeks to get it.
1: All right, and it's obviously 2007, back before Amazon ruled the entire world. Yep. Um, now, just so that our listeners and our viewers are clear, um, you were not physically, you don't have a giant warehouse where all this stuff is. You're not put lifting onto pallets and trucks. No. So I
0: explain how that works. Yeah, the, the first few years, we were using fulfillment centers. I didn't know what dropshipping was, so we basically partnered with logistics companies where we would bring in containers, have them stored at places we basically rented space from paid the employees there on a per order basis to ship stuff for us. And uh, after doing that, probably around 2009, 2010, I started to have companies reach out to my companies and they were saying, Hey, you know, we see you sell sofas. We sell sofas. We have them in stock in our warehouse here in the States. And if you want to, you can list them for sale on your website. So that was kind of how I introduced, got introduced to the concept of drop shipping, which is similar to what I was doing in the sense that my job was to build a quality website, drive buyers to my website, turn them into customers. And the only difference is instead of buying the items from China, I was having different brands in the States, ship them from their warehouse to my customer.
1: Okay. And obviously the on then $680,000, even at a thousand dollars a pop is still a decent number of sofas and beds. Um, how did you differentiate yourself when, um, there's so much competition?
0: Yeah, so I think something that I've always been good at is just advertising. So Google Ads, even back then, was our biggest source of traffic, not the traditional ads people normally see that are known as search text ads. So uh, our go-to is what's called product listing ads. And what that is is where you could basically upload your product feed. So if you have 100 products, you can upload those 100 products to Google through something called the Google Merchant Center. And then when people search for things like, black leather bed frame with, you know, brass buttons, instead of just popping up organically, they'll see a little photo of your item, they'll see the price. And uh, if you can get good at that, and if you can know what keywords to focus on, and which ones to omit, then uh, you can get a lot of really high quality traffic pretty fast. Um, Some other things back then that a lot of people weren't doing is focusing on high quality photos. So even back then, you know, if someone's going to spend a thousand bucks, they do want to see the thing as much as they can. So we would get as many high resolution photos as we possibly could. We would try to get videos from our suppliers that we can embed on our websites and try to give the visitor to our website as close to the experience they would get if they walked into a showroom somewhere.
1: Okay, awesome. And you started out in Yahoo stores. I would imagine you've probably branched out since then.
0: Yeah, yeah. They, uh, they, I think they're still around, but uh, we got into Shopify and kind of got onto their platform. I can't remember one, you know, over five years ago. And since then, they've just been on a roll. They're definitely our, our go-to platform now.
1: Awesome. And you have, I mean, obviously to go from zero to 680 and then to triple to over 1.8 in the first couple of years, and I imagine you've grown since then. Yeah. At what point did it start being more than just you could handle? When did it turn, When did you realize, hey, yeah. I've got more than a stream of income here. I've got a real business.
0: Yeah, probably probably the third year. And um, it was because I had that whole four hour work week mentality where um, I was trying to do everything with like, you know, one coworker. And it got to the point of like, you know, what do I want to do with this? I knew I didn't want a hundred person team somewhere, but I did realize I had to have some things taken off my plate. So I started to, you know, get different people to work with me on a freelance basis. And for a good solid, probably five years, I only had contractors who handled things like sales and support. Uh, We still don't do outbound sales. So basically, you know, handling the leads that come through through calls, emails, live chats, um, got that off my plate, which made a huge difference. And then just keeping up with inbound inquiries from people that had purchased that allowed me to focus my hours on what I'm good at, which is driving paid traffic and being able to spend more profitably.
1: Absolutely. So, at what point did uh, this start getting attention where you started teaching other people how to do what you did?
0: Uh, probably end of 2012, I sold a network of stores I had and uh, it was. Board. I really. I went from working like six hours a day to working two, and uh, started to go online. And I was searching back then for things like e-commerce forums and e-commerce meetups because I wanted to see what other people were doing. And basically, I found back then it was the thewarriorforum.com, which was people telling each other what Internet I saw. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and a bunch of like, it's a bunch of bad info on e-commerce back then. So kind of was like, all right, let me uh, let me make some comments and answer some questions and. People liked what I had to say. I started to get a bunch of private messages and thought, you know what, let me just make a series of videos. And I think, yeah, it was probably end of 2012. And that was like the first version of what is now Dropship Lifestyle.
1: Okay. And uh, Russell Brunson, obviously, been on the show multiple times, a friend of ours. I, I can't help but notice a Two Comma Club and a Two Comma Club X award on your walls. Can you talk a little bit about which funnels those were for?
0: Yeah, they're for, uh, for Dropship Lifestyle. So, with everything physical, we go through Shopify. So, like when we build stores, that's there. And then info, love, love, love ClickFunnels for it. Um, you know, it was a part of like the inner circle thing they do over there. And um, they definitely have the software for that. So, um, people go to Dropship Lifestyle. We have free content. I've been putting it out every week for four or five years. Uh, if they want, they can go to a webinar. On the webinar, we sell different training programs, done for you services. So, it's for the Dropship Lifestyle Funnels.
1: Okay, so that's the coaching, consulting, info product side of the business. Yes. Okay, so um, you started young. You got in early. You were looking to kind of avoid a J-O-B. Mm-hmm. You've created something. Did you ever in your wildest dreams imagine that you're, hey, I'm going to start a store for 29 bucks is going to lead to a multimillion dollar empire? <sighs>
0: Kind of. I don't want to say like that, not, not being cocky, but like I knew that that's what I, I wanted to have some kind of empire. I didn't that's know awesome. online was an option. I thought I was going to maybe make some money with it. But my, my original plan back then was I was going to open different franchises. So I was looking into open subways and pita pits and things like that. So I thought I'd get there somehow. didn't know what it was going to be through e-commerce, but I knew I'd figure something out and keep working until I got it.
1: That's awesome. Congratulations. You've achieved an incredible amount of success. What do you like best about what you
0: do? Uh, well right now it's kind of connections. So being able to, you know, get on calls like this and meet people and go to different events and host different events and just have something that I didn't have those first, maybe four or five years when I was in business, where it was me on the computer trying to figure stuff out. Now I feel like I have a community, I have a network and, uh, it's, it's like night and day. It's, it's, it's fun. It's fulfilling. And it's, uh, like a like another network of friends, I would say.
1: Absolutely. With all the success
0: you've achieved, what's your biggest challenge? Um, it's probably still people at this point. So we have a team. I have uh, about 13 people that I work with that do different things for our companies. And, you know, just finding like everybody's different. Everybody has a different personality. Everybody's fulfilled different ways. So trying to make sure people are happy and fulfilled and productive is something you can't automate. So I have to have to be that. that yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's
1: an excellent point. Uh, feelings are tricky parts to automate. Yes. <laughs> That'll be our tagline for the show. All yeah. right. Um, so what's next for you? How big drop ship lifestyle, obviously over $10 million. Um, the drop shipping business, you're still in that. That's still, yep. okay. You haven't sold all your stores. You've sold some of them. I would imagine you are a super user of Shopify. How big do you want to take this? What's next for you?
0: So right now I'm, I'm in Austin, Texas. We've been out here for about three years. I'm actually marketing capital. I am. I am, but I'm moving. So, uh, taking, taking everything, moving the office, moving everybody to, uh, to North Carolina, not good for state sales tax, but, uh, I don't know, kind of a place I want to be. So the plan is to set up another office there, but also a warehouse and get back into a little bit of private labeling and warehousing and grow some of the physical product brands along with doing everything. We continue to do a dropship lifestyle.
1: What would, what are some of the biggest mistakes you see want to be or new drop shippers making that obviously you can help them avoid through your programs?
0: Yeah. The big thing is, you know, with drop shipping, if you Google it, you go on YouTube, everybody's talking about selling $20 products, $50 products, maybe hundred dollar products. And typically they're drop shipping from China and you know, you can do it. People definitely make money with that model. Started but started there, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's just, it's totally different than, you know, than what we do. And when people get into that, a lot of times they struggle with customer complaints because things take three to four weeks to get delivered. There's, you need to sell volume if you're going to make money because you make 10 bucks per order. So if you're doing a lot of volume, you are on the computer all the time. You need to scale ads and be extremely, you need to be really profitable on your ad spend because you're not making much. So I think the the easiest thing I could just say here is focus on expensive products, find domestic suppliers. You know, if you're in the States, find suppliers in the States. If you're in Australia, find suppliers there. We have students in the UK, they have suppliers in the UK and just work that way. It's a smoother business. Customers are happier. You make more per sale and it's just an easier business.
1: That makes a whole lot of sense. Are you still running traffic every day.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. That's so we have people that do that come on that that work with us, but I enjoy it. And honestly, that's where almost all of our budget goes between the staff, the rent, everything. That's where money gets spent because that's what makes us money. And it's so much that goes out. I do have trouble letting that go. I like to see it. I like to be in control of a lot of it.
1: That makes a lot of sense. Um, Absolutely incredible story. If it hasn't already, have you, have you, have you thought about writing a book?
0: Yeah. We, I, I did one last year. We didn't put it out um, just because I want to do it right. Like We have like a launch date set and everything internally. And then I was like, eh, I feel like we're rushing it. So I have like 200 copies sitting on the shelf and uh, you know, it's, it's ready to go. Awesome. Oh,
1: it's written. It's done. It's written. It's, it's
0: printed. printed but, um, it's ready yeah. for a funnel. Yeah. The, the plan is we're going to do... a free
1: plus shipping funnel for, there, man. Yeah.
0: That, what I, my thought process was we're going to do it the right way early this summer. That way when people are taking some time off, going to the beach, going on vacation. They'll buy it, bring it out with them. And uh, yeah, I think it'll be a a summer launch.
1: That's awesome. Well, we'd love to have you back to talk about the book when it's ready. Um, Anything else? I mean, we could talk for hours, but I know your time is incredibly valuable. Anything else you want to share with our viewers and our listeners that I haven't thought to ask you yet?
0: Um, yeah, I would just say if you're going to do it like another pitfall, if you want to get into e-commerce or dropshipping or really anything, just know that it's a simple business model, but it does take real work. If you're going to do it, commit to it, plan on putting a month of work in before you see a dime. And if you're willing to do that, then you should be able to make this work just like any business, really.
1: Awesome. Well, congratulations on all your success. Fascinating interview. Incredible story for our viewers and listeners who want to learn more about you, your incredible journey and how they can possibly participate. Where is the best place for us to send them?
0: Yep. dropshiplifestyle.com. Got everything linked up off there.
1: Beautiful. All right. Anton of dropshiplifestyle.com. Shark Peneur, Seth Green, thank you so much for an amazing interview. All right. Thank you, Seth. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level, but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than fifty thousand pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream.